April 24th, New York City. Join me and hundreds of other communicators at FutureComs 2019. Be a day long of all the great things going on in the world of internal communications. All information is available at futurecoms.info. If you decide to register, want to save a couple bucks, save 20% and put in the code podcast. And you save 20% off registration, put in the code podcast. Hope to see you all in New York City, April 24th, Futurecoms 2019. Cue the music. Futurecoms and cocktails is internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, and maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, strategic advisor at Social Chorus, and we're going with a guest who you may not typically expect to have on a podcast talking about culture and comms and perhaps even cocktails. But after I chat, I guarantee this expectation will change. I'd like to welcome Susan Jarrock, CIO at Washington Reed. Chuck, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I can't wait to talk to your listeners about what the IT perspective is on internal communication. Well, and that's why I'm excited to have you on here because I think, one, I think you're great, but also because of the important role you play and that of CIO that often isn't associated with communication and communication platforms. So my first question for you, and this is sort of taking it back a couple steps, as CIO at Washington Reed, why is employee communication important to you? And what do you think makes for great communication? Chuck, I'd have to say that you know, technology enables so much of our communication today. And I, I go back to a presentation that one of your founders, Greg Shove, made at an event I attended in New York City in September. And one of the slides that he had in his presentation really resonated with me. And it, it's talking about how really we have multiple roles. We, we have to enable employees to collaborate, you know, to enable them to work with each other. We have to engage employees. We have to encourage them to stay committed. And we have to communicate with them and help them stay on the same page. And IT has a significant role in doing all of that. I, I actually keep this on my desk and I look at it and I think about it every day in the way that we approach technology in our company. You know, how are we helping our people collaborate, engage, and communicate? And um, we we have such a significant role in that. And it's it's funny because recently I hadn't read it at the time, but Social Course also published a blog post. It was from back in November of 2018, why CIOs will be responsible for company culture in 2019. And I laughed and I sent it to probably about 100 people and said, see, see, this is what I've been telling you all along. Uh, we, you know, we have a real responsibility for this. And, and it's a passion of mine is, is to meet people where they are. And, and that's one of the things that I talked about as we were thinking about internal communications, as we think about new applications for the company, as we think about how technology enables people to do their jobs. And to me, it's meeting people where they are. That's, that's so much of what makes for good communication. It lets people work where they want to work. It lets people consume information in the way they want to consume it, in the time they want to consume it. It gives them that flexibility to blend that life 
experience with the work experience. And and that's what we tried to do with technology at, at Wash Reed is to to deliver on that employee experience at the same time while giving them the freedom to communicate in any way and from anywhere. See, little did you know that here you were a CIO of 2019, but probably dealing with 2018, 2017. This has been something that's been important to you for a while. And for those that that may not be familiar uh, with Washington REIT, why don't you just quickly describe what that business is and what you guys do? Washington REIT owns and operates real estate assets in the Washington, D.C. market. We uh, have a portfolio of 48 properties, uh, which includes more than 6.1 million square feet of commercial space, which is office and retail, and more than 4,200 multifamily apartment units. We are a real estate investment trust, and our shares trade on the New York Stock Exchange. One of the things, one of the reasons you're, you're here with us today is in 2018, uh, you and the communications and marketing team there launched a brand new internal comms platform called Insight. And your earlier answer, you talked about how it was important that all levels of the organization, including CIO, have a responsibility for communications. But what was it about this new platform that, that made it so palatable and exciting for Washington Reed to launch to reach your employees? The most exciting thing for us, and, and you wouldn't imagine this necessarily since all of our properties are in the Washington, D.C. area, but our employees are on the go. If you imagine your experience in in an office building or an apartment building or a retail center, a lot of the people that work for us are remote to our headquarters office. And a lot of the people even in our headquarters office are constantly on the go, you know, meeting with people outside the office, visiting these sites, uh, visiting our development and construction sites. And we need a good way to reach them. Uh, at the beginning of 2018, our head of HR asked the vice president group to address different issues that had come from an employee survey. And one of those things was related to internal communications. People wanted better methods of knowing what was going on in the company. I volunteered to be part of that group. Uh, I also had a, a fellow VP, um, Anthony Chang, who's one of our asset managers, be my partner in that. And then our senior director of marketing and corporate communications, Deanna Schmidt, also joined us. We thought about a lot of different opportunities to reach these on-the-go people who are, who are at different sites. You know, you, you come up with all the traditional ways of, of reaching people, and none of them really clicked. And we started talking is there technology out there that can meet our need? And uh, this was actually one of our company's strategic goals for the year was to be able to, to address this particular issue al along with other things that came up from that employee survey. And it was really exciting to find a technology like Social Chorus that we could use to meet this need to, once again, reach people where they are. And so obviously having those employees that were remote and on the go and addressing that need is, is a great thing that Insight has been able to do. Did the feedback on the survey give you any other insights into um, what people wanted out of communications or what kind of questions were you asking employees with that survey? If so 
many of them felt like they they didn't have a good handle on what was happening even at other sites in the company that that was a great example or you know what are some of the things that headquarters is doing that we may be interested in and we wanted to find a way to to meet that need you know a lot of our folks don't even necessarily sit down at a computer on a regular basis and so they weren't getting the posts that we were putting on our intranet they they weren't necessarily seeing the important things that were coming through email just because you know email is is quite often overused and we said you today almost everybody uses social media in some way why not connect with them in a way that they're used to receiving communications and giving them that choice of the kinds of information they want to receive and I'm going to, thinking about some of that information and content they want to receive, I'm curious, um, as you being also an employee and a user of, of Insight, and whether it be on the web or, or mobile, what's the content you see um, inside Insight that has caught your eye that maybe might be a new type of content that the company hasn't sent out before, communicated in a new way? One of the things that I absolutely love about Insight and what we're doing with it is previously we do have town hall meetings and uh, people participate either in person or over a, a go-to meeting connection. And we would, during those town hall meetings, we might highlight special projects that the company was working on or something really unique that, that someone had done. But that was happening really on a quarterly basis. Or we might publish something on our intranet. But once again, if you're not sitting down at a computer, you're not necessarily seeing that. And what has been some of the best uh, information that we've seen on Insight has been that view into what are we doing on a day-to-day -day basis. People love it when... Uh, one of our development project managers is on is on site and is showing how a space is coming together, or we get to celebrate each other. Uh, one of our uh, one of our directors recently got a very significant regional award, and being able to publish uh, in real time from that particular event. People loved that, and people were so thrilled, not only for him, but to be able to celebrate that with him, whereas that's something that, you know, they may not have even known in in the past, or they would have had to wait until the the quarterly update to hear that. So it's, it's very real time. People are getting to experience what's going on throughout our portfolio. And then do you see employees, let me rephrase this question a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this through as I'm, as I'm asking it. Has Insight unlocked new parts of Washington REIT's culture, like things that people didn't see before? You talked about kind of the behind the scenes or seeing pro, you know, process on progress on projects and things like that. But have you seen an unlock parts of the culture and personality of the organization that, that maybe didn't show through before in communication? Absolutely. You know, one of, and I'm going to brag on IT a little bit, but as we were getting started uh, as one of the project sponsors and as an early adopter, 
I started seeding the IT channel with information so that when we launched, there would already be information there. And one of the first things we did is each week, I took a member of our team in IT and we did a five questions with with the individual and we had a picture and you know some of the things that we asked and, and everybody got the same questions but we'd say you know apple or android and they'd have to pick we'd say what's your favorite wash reap property and why and you know we wrapped up with what do you wish someone would ask you and you know the answers were great and people loved getting to know something about uh, the individuals in IT, and it it caused a lot more what I call in-person engagement as well, as people read that and got to know a little bit of the person you know behind the the individual who's helping them. And as a launching point, our property management team loved that idea. They have been doing that on a regular basis as well. And they're introducing people in the field. They're introducing our engineers. They're asking questions. And really, you have a much more personal connection with people when you're able to see a little bit about the way they think, about the things that they value. And I think that has really encouraged people to, to get to know each other better. Um, I, I love when the weekly property management feature posts because I love reading about someone that maybe I haven't had a chance to get to know yet. And that reminds me back in a previous life, I did employee bios very much like that. And a couple that stood out was one of the questions we asked and we'd sprinkle them and shake them up a little bit was, and like Star Wars or Star Trek. And, yes. one, and one gentleman answered with an image of him in a Jedi costume, <laughs> which, was, which was very clear where he stood on that debate. And another one, I remember the lady who was the CFO, we asked one of the things like, what was the, what was like the best concert you ever attended? And it was something like 1979 Rolling Stones, Meadowlands, Enough Said. It was like, oh, I love it. Put her in a different mindset of probably people saw her as CFO now, but she wasn't been CFO her whole life. 1979, she was at a Rolling Stone show in the Meadowlands. And you're right. Perfect. Things like that can shed light on personality, get people to know each other a little bit better. They're not just that person in that role, but you do get to see them more as that complete person, which is such a great engagement opportunity. What What's some of the other really good, strong performing content you've seen um, inside Insight? You know, we have a community service day every year. And one of the things that we did, it was November 1st of, of 2018, and we built a playground in Washington, D.C. And we'd, we'd been doing fundraising for this all year. And on that day, we had a special channel just for that community service project. And everyone in the company was encouraged to post pictures from the day, you know, starting from the very beginning, we arrive on site to constructing the playground. There was a mural painted. And, you know, all day long, people were submitting content to post to that particular channel so that, you know, not only 
could anybody who wasn't able to be there see what was happening, but we had a way of really sharing everybody's unique view of that day. And it was truly an incredibly successful channel. I I cannot remember the exact number of posts, but it was it was quite high. It had great engagement. And we definitely want to do that again for future events that we participate in because I think it's such you know a great way of of really showing the the community that we have in our organization. That's that's a great example of how to use a, a very focused channel during a specific period of time to capture that, right? What what are employees proud of and the work that they've done? And obviously a playground, all kinds of great positive emotions around that for employees to grab onto. But we know that some content companies have to share isn't playgrounds. It's not the most exciting stuff. Um, but it also doesn't mean it can't be creative. And, and I heard a story very recently about a campaign that your IT group ran about a, like phishing campaigns, pH phishing, like people yeah. kind of break through organizations. I think it's so clever how you guys took a, what typically I would say companies would treat very boring, very technical, but made it fun. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? All companies are dealing with how to best communicate with employees about cybersecurity. And we have a very robust program at Washington Reed as far as employee education. We do lots of communication. We sponsor training. We participate in National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. But after a while, a lot of times the message becomes rote and people start to tune it out or they think, oh, I already know that. And recently in our weekly cyber meeting, I challenged uh, our head of security with developing a phishing campaign. And I said, it needs to be engaging. It needs to be interesting. It needs to be outside the norm of what we're doing. And I, that's all I told him is this is what I want you to do. And so he went away and he came back in the first week, he gave me a poem. And it was, you know, it was a rhyming poem. And I said, I love it. And he said, well, that's going to be the theme. We're going to do a different type of poem every week. We decided we'd do a five-week campaign. So that first week was your traditional rhyming poem. And, you know, apologies to, to the poets in the audience but I have to say, you know, it probably wasn't perfect iambic pentameter or anything like that, but it was, it was engaging and it caught people's eye and people said, wow, did you really write this? And he said, I absolutely wrote this. Uh, the next week he did an acrostic poem uh, using, you know, the first letter of, of each uh, of, of fishing, you know, so the first line was a P and the second line was an H. The next week were limericks, which which were hilarious, and talked of and incorporated all of our executive team in in a different limerick. The next week were haikus. We did have a, once again for your poets. We did have a bit of a debate as to you know what what uh, constitutes a haiku. There's a lot of schools of thought on that. <laughs> and then our wrap up was a play on the night before Christmas, and it was honestly, I think his his absolute finest effort. It, uh, it was hilarious. And people, you know, read it and it speaks to them and, and it helps them think about 
fishing and think about the message we're trying to get across in a very different way. It was it was an incredibly successful campaign that not only got our message across, but it also showed people a bit of our personality as well. I I truly thought, and again, I've worked in internal comms and had to deal with not so fun topics like cybersecurity and phishing and all of that. And I read through them and was so impressed. You're right. It may not be the greatest poetic writing of our time. However, it's amazing at helping people understand that to make that content more approachable, to make it digestible, to make it a little bit fun, to not make it scary. I think that's the other part about it. The, the uh, Night Before Christmas poem, it, it's, a, it's an amazing read. He did such a great job of doing that. But also kudos to you and the team for encouraging thinking um, beyond just we have to get this message out, um, but, but coming up with creative ways to get people asking questions and making it not so scary all the time. I just thought it was absolutely wonderful. Thank you. I thought he did a fantastic job. Now, having launched in 2018, I'm curious, either positively or negatively, what, what caught you off guard? So you rolled inside out to all your employees. Uh, what were some of the lessons learned or some, some of the takeaways that maybe you guys have either revised the program, made changes, um, or looking to do more of in 2019? You know, our launch was so well thought out. I, I thought Deanna did a great job in preparing for, for the launch. So one of the first things I will say is, you know, today there, we hear all the time about social media influencers. And she really, you know, took a spin on that and developed influencers from within Washington Reed. On the day that we launched, which was at our town hall meeting in July of last year, we were all wearing, uh, those of us that were considered the influencers were all wearing lanyards that uh, on one side said, Insight Early Adopter, and on the other side said, Ask Me About Insight. And you know, so it was easy for employees to see who who do I talk to? You know, who do I make sure that I'm I'm using this correctly? Who can can help me make sure that I have this on my mobile devices? And you know, I was able to go to people at the lunch after our meeting, and you know, I, I was a bit of a terrorist in saying, <laughs> "Have you loaded Insight yet? And have you subscribed to the IT channel because it is going to be the best channel?" Um, but you know, she really empowered us to be to be influencers and. And we have, we've really continued in that role. And for several months afterward, we met on a monthly basis to talk about, you know, how's it going and, and are there things that we would change? She was also very thoughtful in the way we rolled out channels. We didn't roll out every single channel all at once. And so it always, over the first several months, gave people something to look forward to. Like, oh, you know, here comes the accounting channel. You know, here comes the community service channel. Here comes the uh, development channel. And so people had a lot to look forward to with, with new content coming from new areas of the business. And I think that was, that was really uh, big. One of the other things that after we had been doing this for a while is Deanna met with each group that were channel owners 
and talk to us about our performance, about, you know, what we were doing well, things that we could improve. I thought that was incredibly helpful. And one of the other things we've done that I think is somewhat unique to our company is we have empowered a number of people to be publishers of content. It's not all flowing through just a couple of people in communications. We, we believe that everybody can be a communicator. And I think that is a really positive lesson learned in that we're, we're empowering our employees to own this product and, and not look at it as, oh, you know, that's, that's internal communications product or that's IT's product. It's everybody's product. Well, I think that message is sent when you've got your CIO in a t-shirt saying, ask me about insight and they're encouraging and, and maybe even more than strongly encouraging. Employees <laughs> on, you know, so that, that, that does show um, ownership. So um, great work there. And Susan, I want to thank you for obviously talking about insight. It's great having uh, someone at your level of an organization, but also your focus as CIO on culture comms and cocktails. So we've spent some time already talking about the culture and comms there at Washington Street. Uh, now we get to talk about also another fun part of the podcast, which is cocktails. So I'm curious, Susan, uh, what is your favorite cocktail or where is your favorite place to get a cocktail? I have to laugh because as I was thinking about this, I have also been challenged because I'm doing a dry January. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, oh, wow, you know, here I am thinking about drinking and I can't. Uh, but you normally, I have to tell you, my go-to is normally a nice, rich glass of red wine. But if I'm going to get a cocktail, uh, a Moscow Mule is my absolute favorite. Um, and, you know, we are all about supporting our tenants here at Washington Reed. And my favorite place to go for that is Barley Mac, which is at 1600 Wilson in the Roslyn area of Arlington, Virginia. Uh, fantastic tenant, uh, fantastic bar and restaurant. Uh, just really one of the one of the best Moscow mules I've ever had. Well, that's a uh, resounding uh, endorsement there for, for a delicious Moscow Mule. Um, again, thank you, Susan, for being on Culture, Comms, and Cocktails. Appreciate your time and energy and your passion around internal communications. And then hopefully I will see you in New York City uh, next April for future comms. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. What a treat it was having Susan Jarrock, CIO from Washington Reed on Culture, Comms, and Cocktails. I know not every CIO can be exactly like her, but hopefully if some of you have conversations with your CIO, you can certainly take some of her learnings and pass it along to them. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Culture, Comms, and Cocktails. So you don't miss any future episodes, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll see you again in a couple weeks.